EBS Broadcast presents. Whoa, are we in an airport right now? I don't think so. We're in the EBS studio. About to get going and kick off an episode of the EBS podcast, Just Go. Just Go, we're going to be talking to EBS students who have done the Erasmus program. And let's talk about their trials and tribulations and what they went through and how it's made them a better person overall and what they got out of the experience. But more importantly, let's stop talking and let's just go. Okay, we are live in studio. How are you doing, good people? You having a good day? I'm having a great day. It's rainy. It's not rainy. It's like miserable outside. It's Estonia. So what can we really do? But you know what we can do? <laughs> we can sit back, we can relax, and we can talk about Erasmus, which is the most entertaining thing to talk about. In studio today, I'm with our two guests, Kirsty and Alex. Oddly enough, they both went to Holland. I mean, not like get out of Estonia. It's fucking insane. <laughs> but um. I mean, open the floor, I guess, just with quickly going. Ladies first, let yeah. me know a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, this is my now fourth year in EBS because of Erasmus. It extended a little bit. So <laughs> you did a full year? Yeah, no, I did half a year, but uh, there was like, uh, I think, three courses that I couldn't, um, uh, you know, there wasn't any courses there yeah. that I needed here. It was like business in Asia culture. <laughs> Uh -huh. They didn't have that course in uh, Holland, so I had to do it again here. That sounds like you were so pumped about that experience. <laughs> they had everything I needed. In reality, no. And, uh, but yeah, um, I'm right now a sales manager in a German company. Ooh, Miss Worldwide. Yep. Uh, Miss? Oh yeah, but I'm, uh, I have been there for now five months, I guess. So <laughs> it was right after the okay. Holland experience and uh, actually the Holland experience really helped me. Did the ho So the Holland experience directly influenced getting this job? Uh, well, not directly, but when I said that I was half year in Holland and Holland is right next to Germany, so it was like, oh, you, you so you talk uh, Dutch, right? Then I was like, uh, not really. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it helped. It, it helped. helped, it helped. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Let me know a little bit about yourself. Let the viewer know a little bit about yourself, Alex. <laughs> sure. By the way, before he starts talking, you may not see it on the camera, but the babyest blue eyes. They are killer. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> thank you very much for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex. Actually, I'm from Austria and I ended up here in Estonia going to EBS. Yeah. It's now my, uh, yeah, seventh semester because I also went two times abroad, once in Holland and once in the UK. Ooh, and yeah, I mean, actually, studying here is absolutely great. But we are to talk about the Erasmus. So, yeah. really, um, the Holland. Exp I mean, the the uni was absolutely great. The, the city was great, and I had an amazing time there. Yeah. What city were you in? Pardon? What city were you in? Uh, Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I was in Rotterdam. Yeah, so, it was yeah. Uh, ah. University so, of Amsterdam. So, oh. so you obviously Rotterdam. You understand the new blue song then. What blue song? What? The new blue song, Rotterdam. Oh. <laughs> do you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, that was a. He was actually posted a photo of Rotterdam. Yeah. In uh, on his Instagram, and nobody knew what the hell was going on. Why did he post it? Because he didn't say anything. He would just posted the picture of a city, and I was like, oh my god, that's like Rotterdam. I went there. The man is a genius. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I think I was the only one who knew what that picture was about. Like. Because you're the only one with the experience. This is <laughs> yeah. the reason you go to. This is the reason to go to Erasmus. Yeah. Um, but speaking on, you went twice to Erasmus. Once to the yeah. Holland and once to the UK. Um, just go ahead. But like, why? Why Erasmus? Right? Because in my head, 
you are a foreign international, same as I in this country, right? Why leave? What is there more to experience other than this wonderful place? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, what I'm doing at the Bachelor here, uh, you have enough time to like, really explore. I'm doing international business. So I think it's supposed to be, you're supposed to be to get intercultural experience. And I mean, for example, myself, I love traveling. So yeah. of course you can combine. I mean, when you're in Erasmus, you know, it's not about study, not solely about studying, you know, yeah. it's, an, it's an whole experience. It's a whole package. And yeah, you can explore so much, so many parts of the, well, I mean, I was just did in Europe, but still, you know, there is so much to see, so much to explore. And yeah, I mean, definitely as an international business student, uh, even if I came here as a foreigner, it's still like now I have been to three, including Estonia, to three countries within the last three and a half years. Yeah. I mean, it's great. And if you get the chance, you know, do it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was a solid response, man. Like that was <laughs> that was very dignified. And I really like that kind of answer. Uh, why Erasmus? Just, I mean, generally, you don't have to, mm -hmm. you don't have to be like, Again, not don't have mm -hmm. to not to copy off the most dignified response to this question I've ever received, but in the same terms, was it for you the same thing that you wanted um, just to get out of the country and experience something new, or were you truly going there with a with a set mindset that you wanted to achieve one singular goal essentially? Well, for me, it was well basically the same. I was here in a routine for like a whole my whole life, mm -hmm. and I mean, I just. Um, I just wanted to see what's out there, you know. I wanted to see if uh, if the other um, universities, if it's all the same basically everywhere. Yeah. But I realized that it's like totally different. Completely different. Yeah. Like a foreign country yeah, different. Yeah, because when you travel, I mean, you go maybe two weeks, maybe even three weeks, maybe in a week. But you really don't get to, you know, get to know the country. And for me, um, I've been to Holland many times before when I went with Erasmus and um, when I lived there for a half a year, I really like get to know the country. Like, because uh, when you think of Holland, you think of Amsterdam, basically. That's <laughs> all anyone's ever thought about Holland, yes. Yeah, but, but when I lived there, I went to, I don't know, like 10 different cities at least. And uh, then I really get to like see Holland. Yeah. And which, it, it wasn't Amsterdam, Amsterdam is like Disneyland. Which It's which, not real. <laughs> Which city was your favorite then? Was it the one um, you lived in or was it just like a random town? Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, uh, Rotterdam was the only city that was different from... Every city basically was the same. Mm -hmm. But Rotterdam was totally different because it's built from the ground. It, w it was bombed down. Okay. And it, it's like built up. It's totally new. There are all these new skyscrapers basically. Yeah. And it's really modern and stuff, but all the other towns, you know, they are old and they have um, this old uh, history to them. Um, okay. On that one note, why Holland then? Why not? Okay, because I'm going to be honest with you. Which, which semester did you go in? I was uh, fall. Fall semester. Fall semester. So right when the winter year. comes, coming from a northern yeah. country, you're like, you know what? I need more <laughs> rain all yeah, the time. But it was, I thought that Estonian weather is bad, but... It's a different kind of bad. Let's put it that it's way. It's like so windy there. But why not the go to the south? Why Holland in particular? Well, I actually wanted to go to Amsterdam. I I wanted to go to Amsterdam, but I they didn't want me there. They did and then not they want the Estonian. Yeah, and then they offered me Rotterdam, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I wanted to go to Amsterdam, but then I was like, okay, let me try it. Let me try. If I want to go anyway, you know what the hell? Yes. I'm gonna go and try. Maybe it was meant to be that way. 
And later that later I realized why it went like this because Amsterdam it's so busy. There are so many tourists. It's crazy. Yeah. But Rotterdam is totally different. It's it's unique, is what you're saying. It's a <laughs> yeah. different kind of vibe. Yeah. What and it? I love the vibe. I love Rotterdam much more than Amsterdam. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a little rivalry right now. Last episode, we had two guys from different cities in Italy. Maybe we'll get the same rivalry mm. going again. Rico, can you feel it? Can you? Rico is giving us the nod of it. <laughs> he's, he's feeling the tension. I gotta cut that tension. That's my responsibility as the host. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta turn to you. See, this is the, this is what I find a little. It's a little bit of a weird situation where I'm asking you both essentially the same questions but different, because I feel like because everyone's got a different, unique experience, mm-hmm. I want to target your experience in general and more specifically. Um, but to get to that further depth, I have to ask, why Holland again? I mean, you coming from Austria, yeah. you going to the north. In my sense, I'm from the northeast of the United States, and no idea is like, you know what? I still want to go to the north. Like someone going to Norway doesn't make sense to me, but the <laughs> South does. So yeah. why Holland? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a great city where you can like uh, explore so many things. Is every I think nearly everyone as a tourist has had been there. So I mean, there is a general uh, uh, feeling that people want to explore this kind of city, and if you have really like six months there to not only explore but also to live among the people to get uh, the real the real living experience there um i for example i did we didn't live in amsterdam i live in a little bit in the outskirts mm-hmm. it was called mm-hmm. slaughter and for example mm-hmm. i had to go by bike like 40 minutes every day one direction back and forth wow. <laughs> man your thighs oh, must yeah. be a killer <laughs> yeah that's uh, but that is actually what it would it do there because like you know i mean you don't have a car there yeah. and even if i live there i would not take a car i think it's the last place on earth where i would buy a car yeah they got, they got amsterdam rivers. for car <laughs> amsterdam for cars is like it's it's mm. insane you know you have to drive like uh somewhere to get at your at your point you know it's a it's a completely you know uh, so i would never drive by car there so um so when you, since you lived outside the city yeah was it um was that something that also drew you out that did you know you were living out the you're going to be living outside the city when you got there or was that something you decided when you got there yeah i mean i can elaborate this a bit uh if you applied uva they basically send you an application form uh you need to fill this out and you need to also state on it your living ex- expectations in that sense that they give you kind of different options for rents you know different amounts of money yeah and um, what you uh, what you can expect to get for that kind of money. And uh, for example, I wanted to have uh, my own flat, kind of, you know, studio yeah. flat. And uh, these these are not really provided uh, in the in the city because there it's too expensive. So mm. they, if you want to have your own studio flat, you basically are in the in the outskirts. Mm-hmm. If you maybe uh, shared flats are also inside uh, the city, but. You know, it's not a it's not an issue. There was also a train. I would uh, the train would have taken like not even ten minutes. You know, and you are like UVA depends which which in which campus you are, but generally you are in the main campus, which is directly in the city. You know, there yeah. is also a tram going, but the tram needs about as much time as you by bike. You oh. can decide then what to take. So this was culminating in your experience, like your draw to it, that it was on your own. You know, in the city outside of it, was this drawing into the appeal of the city to you when you were applying and whatnot? Uh, the thing is, I will, the the whole building block was a building of studio, just studio flats for students. You know, oh. it wasn't. It, it mm. was an amazing experience. You know, you are like there with hundred. Mm. There were like hundred fifty flats. It was kind of a village. You know, and you're there with 
not solely, but just solely students. I mean, you get to know each other, you know, you have a good time, you know, maybe you at the night on the weekend or sometimes during the week you, you go out in the city, you know, I mean, going out in Amsterdam is like, I don't, I don't think I have to talk about that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. this is a school <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I will go back to the topic. Okay. <laughs> we'll wait till after the recording for that one. I want to yeah. hear more about your nightlife. Oh, okay. After special. Exactly. <laughs> we, Rico, can we do an after special? He says we can do an after special. We'll just keep rolling forever then. <laughs> okay. But that was, so when you were there though with everyone, it was, a uh, it's different than what you got here then essentially. Yeah. I mean, the community was uh, here, the, there is no real like dormitory and everybody has kind of its, its own its its own flats or own place to be i mean mostly are estonians mm -hmm, so they have mm -hmm. their home at, like anyway mm -hmm. yeah. and there you are like really in a, in a kind of student community you know it's like and after a few weeks or not even a few weeks after one week uh you get really to know not everyone but most of the people like you form this kind of circle you just you most of them are bound also to uva so mm -hmm. the university of amsterdam yeah and so, you know, in, in the morning you build groups to ride the bike, you know, you don't ride alone. It's not that you just mm -hmm. ride alone for 40 minutes, you know, you are, there is always uh, somebody, you know, who is also going and then you go together. It's, it's absolutely great. You know, I can, so I you, really loved you're, it. You're highly recommending it then. <laughs> I, I highly recommend then. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, okay. So I think that got through what I was trying to, I think that was the same. Again, so diligently answered. Very descriptive. I really enjoy <laughs> listening to you speak. <laughs> He's like an Austrian Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know Austrian Matthew McConaughey, right? You got the reference. Okay. That. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> I needed the reference. Like, okay, I got the one. It's it's fine. Okay. Do you think? Do you um, to finish off on that one? Do you think the fact that you were living in a student village essentially added to the was more added value than you were getting than you? were initially planning to was this just was this a bonus or was this something you were trying to you were desiring to go after uh so let me let me rephrase the question so you mean uh that where i live i, I actually i wanted to go where where i went so it yeah. was it was my first choice okay but so this yeah, yeah. but the the living in a student village was yeah. was what you were after to get yeah to yeah, be yeah. More Def in, definitely so yeah. it added a an extreme amount of value you know to the whole experience because you're just a like-minded students Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, uh, I think, like, uh, that's an experience which is also uh, something you, you should enjoy or you should at least have one time the exposure to it because then, then you have this real student life kind of, you yeah. know. All right. Kirsty, the same. Mm -hmm. How? I mean, I don't want to, to, to divulge too deeply into your <laughs> living situation, but in that same situation, were you also in a student housing? Was this common throughout all of Holland or were you just in a flat by yourself in the city? Well, I wanted to get a flat by myself. But in Rotterdam, the accommodation also was so expensive. It was yeah. crazy. If I wanted to get a flat for myself, like one room, it would have been like over a thousand, maybe like thousand, one thousand two hundred or something at least. Uh, per month. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> I didn't That's... expect that actually. Yeah. But yeah, then uh, school offered us, uh, there was like, um, our school was connected to this huge modern um, sky skyscraper like building like a housing building and uh, the like the sub tower building we're talking about or like yeah it, bigger. it was like 50 floors at least it was huge one time i went to the top top floor and it, the building was like moving and i don't know if how does anyone even live up there <laughs> because i was like sick even when i just yeah. went to the floor but anyway uh three i think three first floors were uh for students mm -hmm. in that building 
So for for Erasmus students, I don't know, maybe the school students live somewhere there also, but the Erasmus, for Erasmus, it was like three of the first floors. So I lived there, basically. This was what the school offered us. And uh, we live also like um, he, uh, there was like this huge community <laughs> that formed with the people that lived in this building. The people that lived outside, there wasn't like, they were kind of outside our group, but the the ones that lived in the in our building, we just went to each other's uh, apartments every day. Yeah. Time just knock on the door. And do you feel like that that experience of being able to be so close with our students mm -hmm. really added to the experience itself? Of course, yeah, because. Uh, I was really afraid that I was going to be alone because Estonians, as you maybe know, are not that social. <laughs> we maybe more keep to ourselves. Some would say you prefer to be alone, yeah, which yeah. is why this is an interesting yeah, yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that also. But I, uh, I'm maybe sometimes like this also, but I was afraid that I'll, I'm not going to find people that I like to be around. It's a but very Estonian <laughs> comment to me. <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, but there was this girl randomly that showed up to my door. She was from uh, Scotland and uh, she just because she was afraid to be alone also. <laughs> so she sh was just uh, searching for people to be friends with. Yeah. And I just it was lucky for me that I clicked with her and we formed this four girl group. Basically, that was just like outsiders that, that were basically alone from their city because uh, it was a Brazilian Scottish girl, Sweden, and then me from Estonia. And we made this group because uh, other people were like from French. There was like seven French people and like 12 from uh, Spain and stuff. So we made like a <laughs> freak a solo group. group. I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, okay, so then you had that. Does this? Mm -hmm. Do you think that this going forward adds to value to your life in the sense that you can walk away being not necessarily more prepared for the future, but the living with living with more people mm -hmm. being in that situation has made you a better person of for course. it because of it and yeah. if anything is more particular because i'm i haven't had that experience mm -hmm. i guess um yeah could you like further means like what it, what essentially am mm -hmm. i missing that you guys got from it yeah well for me we were us four <laughs> that was the closest to we were from such different places the brazilian girl she was like from a totally different world <laughs> She yeah. she like told the stories that they don't they can't even walk uh, alone with, in their streets. She has to, to take the car everywhere. She her father doesn't allow her to walk on the street. You know, crazy. I had I had something similar <laughs> to that when I lived in Istanbul. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a different feeling yeah. than you're not allowed to walk on the streets without mm -hmm. you know some sort of protection. Yeah, like I'd have to walk with a oh. baseball bat because the dogs would come <laughs> and attack me. Uh, yeah. Never yeah. got one though. It's <laughs> hoping. So we were like all from <laughs> totally different. Uh, you know totally different worlds and it was always every day there was something funny that happened uh, that because we were all used to so so many different things yeah. for for example um the uh, scottish girl she they don't take their shoes off when they go to someone's room <laughs> she always kept her shoes on and we were always like Sitting there like weird, like okay, this is weird. Why won't you take your shoes off? We, I just cleaned my room. Like what the hell, girl? Yeah. And she was like, no, like why? Why do you take your shoes off? I mean, it's like they, well, they walk it's with American, their shoes. Yeah. It's American and Scottish thing. I don't apparently. get it because like you take all the dirt from outside to your home where you live. I mean, it's, it's just dirty. <laughs> I mean, the same token is you're always walk trekking in dirt, then you leave your shoes on. That's a logical response. I think both have value ones, but um, Alex. For you going, how old are you, by the way? 
27. 27, <laughs> man. Look a dude. day over 22. I, over here, I'm thinking like he's a 24 and a hottie. No, no. Um, but looking because you are to the point where you you'll be venturing into the business world after a couple after this year, or are you going to another program afterwards? No, I want to study. I want to continue my studies. I already worked in banking like for 10 years. No, eight years, eight years, kind of. You know. Oh, so you so you took a break from school and are coming back to it then? Yeah, I, I try to keep the story short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, basically worked. Uh, we have something called an apprenticeship. I don't know if this is known here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. And exactly, and that during that I also did my high school degree, and then you know continued working, continued working, and you know at one point I, I did also some start some studies in Austria, and yeah, at one point I asked myself, okay, yeah, I mean I wanna. If I, if I really want to do something internationally at one point, you know, I need to get prepared for that. Yeah. And my my English was absolutely horrible. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I could barely, like, order food or something, mm-hmm. you know, because in, in, in everything is in German if you're in a German-speaking country, you know. It's, yeah. And, yeah, I said, okay, now, I, at that point, I was, I think, 22, 22. And I said, okay, e- either I do it now or I don't do it. And yeah. then I said, okay, yeah, let's go for it apply somewhere abroad and of course I had a close look you know where to apply and I read a lot about Estonia you know all the PISA PISA rankings about the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. thing and I'm also like I was also interested in that because I was a bit narrow-minded when you work like such a long time only mm-hmm. banking you yeah. get a bit narrow-minded you know so this was a this was a you just coming here was an eye-opening experience as all. exactly that was my my intention to come here and yeah. maybe also to visit other countries like mm-hmm. I did then yeah. And so everything went really smoothly, and I will continue my studies for about one year more. And then you're I, off to a new school, or yeah, I want to go to the UK actually. Okay, but, so you're, uh, you're going. You've already been there. You're just going back, you know. Yeah, I mean at the same university, but uh, generally the UK is my generally. my target, you know. All right, and so do you think that let's go full circle back to Holland? Do you think that living in Holland in the dorms that is, that is giving you added value? To, I know, of course, it's a, it's a, I think it's a slightly of a stupid question to ask you like that. I just to make sure everyone's aware of it, you know. Do you think there's anything that you walked away from from Holland you didn't have priorly that is going to make you more successful in the future, given if you didn't do it at all? You mean just from a university standpoint or? I would Okay, let's start with right. university and then let's go yeah, long term yeah. because exactly. you've already said you have X amount of experience in the banking sector. So applying if you want to go back to or do you want to go to a new field what did you take away from the holland experience okay so i i try to start it into three parts you know? yeah take it <laughs> first let's start um, with the university i mean it is an absolutely great university you know yeah. it's like uh they have world-class research they have uh and uh, the, the lectures are we had like uh, one lecturer who like wrote tons of books and that kind of things you know and were also involved in developing a really famous model and yeah, I mean, the lectures are quite different. Some are uh, more, so let's say, more less time intense than others. And some are really time intense. And I tried to get also my foot into like more quantitative subjects. Yeah. And more in, also in economics. And this was really hard because, you know, I mean, we are doing and doing international business. Yeah. And if you start then at the... UVA, which is a really, you know, highly ranked university, if you start there doing economic subjects, it gets really difficult, you know, because they have been prepared for this subject mm-hmm. for more than t- more than two years, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're there and, you know, you have, of course, the basics from here, but you we are doing business, so this is, you just doing the basics. Yeah. We just, and mm-hmm. then you have really, you know, read into like a previous literature and I, I learned a lot, so I, I learned a lot from it. I can definitely recommend 
but there are also def if you think okay you don't want to go that deep into it there are also subjects which are you know uh, less time intensive and you can also choose this kind of subject you know it depends what you want they offer you basically everything yeah. so sounds like man you just walked away with a you went from from the from the feel I get from you a very straightforward man who goes forward what he wants and tackles the world takes them souls you know what I mean yeah and you just seem like you walked there with a plan you you got the info you didn't you just seem more successful because of it um, but I have to ask the question though for both of you very honestly as highly as you've been speaking of Holland and the Netherlands uh, sorry Holland the Netherlands whatever you want to <laughs> call it Amsterdam and Rotterdam mm -hmm. did it live up to your expectations when you got when the plane landed right you had all this all this behind you like oh my god there's so much stuff to do so much stuff mm -hmm. to see and so much to bike around right did it live up to expectations going there what was maybe a hindrance that you didn't actually realize well mm, there's two parts the country exceeded my expectation expectations like highly but the school for me um was a bit of a letdown because um it seemed that uh, there wasn't uh, what we heard from the other students that were like going there for many years now. They told us that uh, the program that we were studying in that this was uh, a new program made for basically us uh, just that year. So everything was kind of like wobbly wobbly, you know. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't really. A, Mm, it, it, you can tell that it was just a new program because nobody really knew what they were doing. The teachers and when we asked what, like about the assignments and everything, nobody knew anything. Nobody knew where the classes would be. The do classes think, were like, like yeah. do you think that they're gonna that you were just the guinea pig year and then the next ones after that? Because again, I'm not saying you <sighs> represent the school, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. the the concept of this podcast mm -hmm. is essentially to let the people mm -hmm, who have you yeah. would want to go. Oh, and obviously, mm -hmm. you saying they didn't know what they were doing mm -hmm. might seem, but you would you prefer to say that they were just figuring it out? I guess. Uh, I don't even know. I hope it gets better, <laughs> but um, the feedback that we got from the other the older students, they said that the the school isn't like the best in Holland. That it had uh, problems in the past also i guess that was the reason why they you know did this new program from us for yeah. us because it didn't work out i guess uh, well in the past so i don't i don't know but uh besides the school what about life though but the life was amazing i loved it the people i mean in estonia the people really keep to themselves and don't really talk but uh, out there the, what I was surprised of was uh, how good uh, the English language was there. I mean, all people like 60, 70 year old were like speaking English like so fluently. So not that Estonian was English then? No, no, no. <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. I was so surprised. I was so lost there one time. And this old, I think maybe 70 year old man, <laughs> well, a grandpa, was like waving from his cute little Holland window like, are you lost? Like... Do you want to? Are you looking for this house? I, I guess I wasn't the first one that was lost in that street. So it's a common street to get lost in, is what you're yeah. saying. Just, <laughs> just well, I was looking street. for a student uh, thing. So, yeah, but he was like speaking so clear English. I was like, wow. And, and so, like, nice. Just like see me struggling on the street and just helping me. That doesn't really happen in Estonia. In Estonia, maybe people look at you and like laugh at the window. Yeah. Like, oh, he's lost. <laughs> I don't know. I met a guy out the window. <laughs> we were, yeah. I was hanging out with Alex. Uh, 
this past weekend. Met a guy through a window. It was a great time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I loved it. It, uh, it. The little villages there, well, just amazing. Yeah. The culture and the people. You're going to go back? architecture, of course. Of course. But to live, though. Actually, I'm thinking of when I finish school that I want to go back and go live. Back. Yeah, it sounds like a salad. Because I I'm never a crier, and when I went on the plane and was leaving, I cried the whole plane. Because you realize <laughs> you have to come back to Estonia. Yeah, I that's was why. <laughs> She's like, no, Tartu. Yeah, I was looking at just the out of the plane plane the window as uh, and I was like, no, I don't want to leave. It was just a yeah. very sad moment. For sad me. moment. Yeah. Was it a sad moment leaving for you as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I'm like used crying to, sad though. <laughs> Were you? Uh, no, I'm used to like leave all the time. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> leave places, but it was a it was a great experience. So, yeah. well, um, but as but did it live up to your expectations though? Like as because so. I feel from talking to Kirsty that the the school student life was excellent, and then talking to you, your your uh, your student life was excellent. Your academic lifestyle was excellent, but yeah. besides the academic and lifestyle, did anything else not live up to your expectations? Or was there something that you went in there with a pre preconceived notion that it just wasn't that? Uh, I mean, no, not really. Yeah, since I yeah, I have been to so many places, I have like very. I think uh, my expectations are quite on the point most of the time. So mm. you know. Of course, they're always like minor things, you know, but they are always and always. So uh, generally, the, the life there was great, not only the student, like as in the academic world, but also, you know, with uh, with your friends, you know, like yeah. exploring the city, exploring the country. And it was also it was also great. But of course, like there are always some minor things which uh, which are, you know, always there. This mm-hmm. is how it is. And did it. Did it add any extra value to your return back to Estonia? You, I mean, because I feel like for I'm I'm not necessarily trying to find the negatives in what you're saying, but I'm looking for more to, for something that I can bring out of further conversation that more people can get understand. But did it add any any sort of uh, any sort of value to coming back to Estonia? Your uh, experience. I mean, for me, not really directly to come back to Estonia, but uh, in my case, it was that if you speak German in the Netherlands, it's pretty wanted, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. actually, I got many job offers directly there just at the airport they were just no ready actually to go. you are you know linkedin and xing xing is yeah, for yeah. kind of german countries mm-hmm. deck region are they looking for fl- fluent natives or like b1s to c2 because i'm looking for a job uh, <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is they actively approach me because of my background also mm-hmm. i have some other stuff you know some yeah. certifications and all these kind of things and uh that was where they were they were looking for german speaking people with that kind of experience and i fitted in the you know category and so i got and that they were really actively looking for for employees you know yeah but of course i don't you know exactly how it is for for estonians there in the job market because you know i i was asked for my german skills but maybe there is also like a market for that so mm. uh, there was it was definitely if i would not try to continue studying further or doing it, uh, then it would add a lot of value because I would be now there working. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so then did it add? In, so, um, because I feel from talking to you, I feel as if that your time at UV AVU UVA University UV, of Amsterdam. Yeah, that's backwards. How it was in my head. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> um, but did it add any value to returning to study back into EBS? Yeah, definitely. For the the sub, you know, you get a, a very since I did like quite. Uh, very intense subjects. Yeah, I mean, you get then a really, you know, a really high study load, and you learn 
a lot, you know, especially when it comes to, to qualitative things, you know, yeah. microeconomics, macro, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I had a course about monetary policy and they really, you know, outlined how everything works. And you had actually to do all the math, like, I mean, of course, like not that sophisticated, but still, you know, you had to do a lot. And it, it helped me for the subjects here because some subjects were somehow related and I, I basically I knew exactly, even in much more depth, how everything works. Yeah. So it helped me in that kind of sense also a lot to like kind of reduce my you know learning burden here mm-hmm. and because uh, i just got the buzzer from rico which means i have to sadly kick you out soon all right which I, <laughs> i've said that twice now i said this on the first podcast and i said it now so that just might be my come my cat for a catchphrase i'm gonna have to kick you out um no i don't have to kick you out i don't want to kick <laughs> either of you guys out you guys have been a beautiful group to talk to <laughs> and we have Thank the after special so. exactly <laughs> after special so rico's gonna have to cut this for <laughs> us just bang there um but what what if if uh what advice would you give me or someone who's gonna go there so someone going to their second year of ebs they've decided to go to your school to your city in holland yeah what advice would you give them if you just could only give them one piece one piece of advice do it do it just mm-hmm. just do it there's no like <laughs> for, do, like don't forget to bring a credit card yeah or i mean file your taxes this before. is one phrase do it but you know, look at the subjects look thoroughly, the which you want to take, because otherwise you will have to do a lot yeah. of stuff. You know. I didn't ask you though. Did you go when you went to um, when you went there? Did you go for the mindset that you were trying to better yourself as a person or academically, or was it more of a mixture? Because I know that's kind of a weird question. A mixture. To ask. mixture, definitely a mixture. But would yeah. you want to say there's one side that you thought was more better developed because of the experience? Yeah, I think the academic side. Academic side. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I mean, I did a lot of abroad studies before, so like my, I think my international experience was already quite quite high. So okay, sounds good. That was yeah. a, I like the way you phrased that. <laughs> very very professional man. All right, Kirsty, final words, I guess. Um, what was what's the one piece of advice you give somebody? Someone's gonna go there. They have know nothing about Rotterdam. They just discovered the Netherlands is a country. Mm-hmm. What piece of advice do you give them? Oh, I don't even know. I mean. For I think the experience is gonna be different from for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I I guess just go there open minded. Don't really have any expe- expectations I guess because maybe you're gonna get disappointed. I think just go there, travel more because for me what I would do now is uh, the beginning was much slower and I could have used that to travel more because I traveled more at the end, but that then was also the part when it was academically really busy. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like hard to, you know, um, do both. But yeah, now I would do, do what I would do more is uh, travel first, see the country, you know, and then. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. Travel more and just do it. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Camera on me, Rico. I can't wait till Rico starts putting on the mic. I want to hear him spit some verses. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, thank you guys for tuning in today. This has been the EBS podcast, uh, the EBS Arrested podcast. Just do it. Hope to see you next time with whatever country we may be going. But this has been the holiday episode. Have a good day. <laughs>